This is C, and this is Swinging Down Under. Welcome to a special edition of Swinging Down Under. This is C, and I'm currently master potting for my upcoming date, or our upcoming date rather, with our manicorn. Now, I wanted to do this episode pre and post date so I could share a little bit of information about what it is like to date a single guy in the lifestyle. Um, so, manicorn, if you haven't quite worked out yet, is a male unicorn. The reason we started titling our single male friends manicorns is because we realized that it's actually much, much harder to find a sexy, intelligent, uh, well-put-together male in the lifestyle who's interested in having a date with a swinging couple. Much more, actually, difficult than finding, I think, a female unicorn in the lifestyle. So a lot of couples out there are looking for threesomes with a, an additional female for the bedroom. Uh, Dee and I have a preference um, recently for males in the bedroom and it's tough. I'm not going to lie. It's tough to find them. It's tough to find good ones and it's really almost tiring to go through the mountain of profiles that are available online for these people. So I thought I would do a little special podcast about it and, um, you know, I'm quite nervous about tonight and wanted to share with you some of the thoughts and, and the processes, I guess, that go through actually setting up a date with with a manicorn. So welcome and I hope you find this really informative and I hope you find it a little bit funny at times and, um, you know, entertaining, I guess, for possibly the next 40 minutes. So we'll see how we go. So finding a guy in the lifestyle to be your manicorn is tough. It's hard. I mean, I've spoken about this on a previous um, master potting podcast for Swinging Down Under, and I, and I stand by it. It's it's exhausting going through profiles. It's tough to find good quality guys that perhaps um, aren't just in it for the sex alone and certainly want to have an additional connection. I mean, it would be great if we just cared about bringing someone home and shagging the pants off them and letting them then go on their merry way. But Dee and I, as we've said before, we're sociosexual. So intelligent mind as well as sexy body is what we find the most exciting and certainly what turns me on and what turns Dee on. Um, I'm certainly not going to the bedroom unless I think somebody's sexy in both their, their mind and their body. So it's hard um, to find people. Now, recently Dee and I were away for a weekend over the Christmas period and Dee started downloading some new apps. Now, he downloaded an app called Thrinder. Now, anyone who's aware of the um, apps that are out there in the world, so you've got Tinder, you've got Thrinder, you've got Grindr, um, they're all part of the same family and Thrinder is people looking for a threesome, either a single person looking to join a couple or a couple looking for a third person to join them in the bedroom. So Dee downloads this app. I think at this point I'm probably having an afternoon nap from all of the cheese and wine we've consumed over the Christmas break. So he has downloaded the app and he's doing a little bit of a looking around and he stumbles upon a single guy who's dressed in a suit, quite well presented, um, has a face shot on on his profile as well, and his profile is is well articulated. So he is a standout, really. And um, Dee does a little swipe, swipe left, I think it is, swipe right, swipe right, to like the person. So you download the app and you get their profile and you can swipe down to like them. So it's a little bit different to the Tinder app. I'm getting the hand gestures from Dee in the background who's sitting in the laundry room. He's saying it's swipe down for good, up for bad. All right, so <laughs> swipe down is a thumbs up, swipe up is a thumbs down. 
which is quite ironic. It's kind of a bit of backwards there. And he found he found this guy. So they start. He says, "Yes, I like this person." At the same time, this person has said he likes us. Right. So this is pretty good. <laughs> At this point, it's going pretty well. And um, I think that just a little bit of a pause for the Thrinder app as well. Thrinder seems to be quite good for people who are looking for a little bit of bisexuality in the bedroom as well. Um, if you are a couple and you want to play with another person, so say I wanted to play with another female, or say D wanted to play with another man. Thrinder can also be quite good for finding that same-sex bisexuality for the bedroom um, for a couple, which I think is actually quite a benefit if you want to have that um, sort of sexual exploration or if you're that way inclined, you know, perhaps you're on the Kinsey scale leading towards the fours and fives um, then or even three or whatever you are, it's quite great to have an opportunity to look into bringing that person into the bedroom as well. Um, and, of course your partner gets to watch uh, or or play. Um, so really it's just a win-win-win. Everybody has a lot of fun. So that's a little bit about the, the Thrinder app. So Dee finds this guy. He's quite sexy. He's quite intelligent. And we all start kind of chatting chatting on the app, on the Thrinder app. More recently, we've um, kind of given up on some of the other social media platforms for finding a, a guy. I've had a few messages recently, again, that are kind of like a – one-liner, what are you doing tonight, can I come over, or a, hey, baby, how's about it, or what do you like? I get a lot of that. Like, what do you, what do you like? Kind of like, where do you want me to put it, baby? And honestly, they, they, don't, even, they don't even get a response, those ones. They just get a delete. Um, and so it's, it's, it's tiring, and we haven't kind of had a soiree with a single guy for quite a while, actually, um, months I would say so it's kind of exciting that we have a date tonight um with with a manicorn but also god I'm I'm a bit nervous you know so we'll see so we found we found uh, this guy and you know so now you've kind of I'm going to say you've caught him because again he's a fable creature so we've managed to kind of catch him and now what do we do so we talked to him on on kick kick is a texting kind of app where D and I can both have our own profiles and chat with, you know, another couple or a group of people or a single guy. It's quite good if you don't want to share your mobile phone. You have the ability to then chat without any concerns about your safety or security. So it's really quite good. If you don't have Kik, um, which is K-I-K, it's probably a good idea to to get it. Um, it's It's been really, really helpful for us. Also for flirting as well. Um, just kind of gives you that opportunity to, you know, have a bit of chit-chat and, and see what people are about and what they like um, and if you have any connection at all. So we caught up quickly on a first date about a month ago and um, we went for a bit of an afternoon drink uh, fairly close to us. I think it was about probably 15 minutes drive. And he came and met us at a bar and we just had a glass of wine and some nibbles just for, I don't know, it was about an hour. And I went and sat next to him. He had told me that he was a boobs man. So I wore a black kind of plunge play suit um, to kind of show off the girls and you know, make him know that I was interested and certainly kind of give him a bit of something to see. And uh, he was certainly happy about that. He commented a couple of times on the outfit choice. But I was so nervous. So I sat next to him and, you know, Dee was sitting across from us and we're all kind of engaging in conversation. And it's not dirty conversation. It's just, you know, what we like to do. We like to go scuba diving and he likes to scuba dive. We like to rock climb and he likes to rock climb. So 
talking about our adventures of travel and these sorts of things, but I just, I guess because I'm a bit out of practice, I'm a little bit nervous. I don't know how to react to this person. I don't know how to flirt. Do I sit closer? Do I touch his leg? All of these kinds of things are running through my head. And it's, you know, kind of like three in the afternoon too, so the sun's out and it's a little bit naughty, I guess, in a public place. And yeah, I, I don't know. It was, it was, it, it's awesome, but also at the same time, it can get quite nerve-wracking. I think for me, you know, pro- probably some seasonal people that are used to it, it's probably less nerve-wracking, but we are still learning. We're only one year into the lifestyle, so I still get nervous. So from there, I've actually been traveling a fair bit recently for work, and so we've been using Kick while I've been away to kind of keep the conversation going and, you know, kind of keep the flirting happening and we've set up the date for tonight. So, you know, how do you set up another catch-up? You just basically talk about it. Are you keen to continue chatting and possibly see each other? And then from there, you know, you can, depending on your comfort level, flirt, whether that's just flirting via text, whether you're sending a couple of naughty pictures backwards and forwards, it's really up to you and how much you want to take that that flirting or that interaction before it's face-to-face. So um, some of the things that kind of catch me or things that I I think about before we go on a date um, is generally around the experience. So I'm thinking about what kind of experience does he have with other couples and then obviously what is our experience with other single guys. So we've been with one other single guy so far in the lifestyle and we've been been with a couple, you know, couples but um but single guys not don't have a lot of experience with so i guess wanting someone who's maybe at the same level of experience or a little bit more than than us is quite good because they can kind of lead the way a little bit but also they're not too experienced i mean we stumbled upon a profile about six months ago and he had i'm going to probably get this wrong but i feel like it was about 47 validations so that's where People have gone onto the social media profile on the dating site and said, he is great 47 times. Now, when you see that kind of, when you see those kinds of stats, you do pause, you take a moment to go, holy hell, how am I going to be keeping up with this person? Or what do I do? He knows more than me or, you know, all these sorts of things kind of run through your head. So his experience with, um, with other couples you know, is suitable to us is quite good. So he has had some experience, but not a whole heap um, more than us, which is great because he kind of gets to teach us, but at the same time, not less than us. So that's something that, that I always consider is kind of how much experience have they had. And I guess, therefore, what what are they expecting or what are they used to? Um, you know, are they wanting to go out for a date or do they just want to come home and have a good time and then leave? You know, both both ways are, are great and not necess- there's not one better way than the next way but of course it's really down to your experience and, and what you're after and what you like so that's that's something that you need to take into consideration too of course then it stems to that is that you know am, am I going to potentially disappoint this person in the bedroom if they've got a lot of experience and maybe we're a bit nervous you know, are we going to be able to kind of keep up with the mojo and and not necessarily perform, but kind of keep things at a pace that the other person's quite comfortable with and so are we. We might want to be a little bit slower and that person might want to be a little bit faster because they're kind of a bit more used to it. So it's date night. Um, Dee and I have had the chat, you know, obviously like what do we want potentially out of tonight? Um as, as far as we would want to go, but certainly not crossing any any boundaries that, that we may or may not have. And, 
also just kind of setting the scene for, you know, yes, you can kind of get halfway through the date and if you want to say no or you can get halfway through the date and say, you know, I'm wanting to kind of catch up a little bit more before we take it to the bedroom so tonight's just a pants on or a fun night out, not necessarily for play. So that's important to kind of just catch up with your partner and have that that chat, that interaction, where do you want to go? It also gives Dee the opportunity to kind of see where I'm or feel where I'm at and then maybe we can give you know each other sort of that communication during the evening to say how do we feel about it, where do we want to go from here and all these types of things as well. So that's pretty important to have that chat. Even if you have been playing or in the lifestyle for years, it's always good to just have a quick kind of recap on what do you want out of the evening or where do you think it's going to go or what's the furthest you're willing to go. Um, so I mentioned before that a couple of times that I'm a little bit nervous so at the moment kind of I'm thinking god you know we're going out with this guy what if I overstep the boundaries or I scare him away a little bit or what if I don't really know how to flirt properly and actually it's um it's funny I was recently listening to one of the podcasts that that we follow um in the lifestyle and it's um me and Mrs. Jones or we got a thing and it's their episode 18 it's about I think one hour and 10 minutes in or so. And Mr. Jones admits that he's not or hasn't been in the past so great with flirting. And Dee and I were talking about this recently because we've been together for seven years and so a little bit dusty, a little bit out of the game. And flirting for me is tough. You know, I actually have to think about it. It doesn't come naturally for me. And Mr. Jones was sort of saying the same thing. You know, he has to kind of make the effort to keep flirting and and practice makes perfect. So... I've been doing a lot of that kind of lately, thinking about how do I flirt, making sure I'm flirting, making sure I'm giving off the right signals because I might be thinking I am, but, you know, maybe I'm not really kind of going to the lengths of of touching somebody in the leg or laughing at them and these kinds of things. But certainly you do get better. And, and that was the funny thing about Mr. Jones's comment. He was saying he's much better now and um, he was talking about, having a business meeting and he had her eating out of the palm of his hand because the lifestyle has taught him to be a little bit more aggressive in in his flirting or his you know tactics on on controlling a room or you know making sure that the people know he's there so that was uh that's something that yeah I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about and I want to try and make sure that I'm flirting so I'll I'll let you know how that goes tomorrow when I kind of do the the post date podcast um whether or not I thought that I was good at flirting. Maybe Dee can give you some insight on that as well. I don't know. We'll see. But, I mean, so we're going out tonight. It's kind of three in the afternoon now, and we're heading out at seven for a quick kind of catch-up, maybe some share plates and some couple of wines before we head out and maybe have a bit of a dance and those kinds of things. So really at this point we don't know where the night's going to end up, and so we're thinking, okay, well, what do we wear? So what does D wear? What do I wear? And I've got about three kind of four outfits in mind that I'll generally have. And this is if we go on any kind of date or if we go to a lifestyle event, generally I'll have a couple of outfits on the on the ready and I will try them on and decide which one I feel the most sexiest in on that particular moment in time because, you know, as a woman, we change our minds like no one's business. So it's possible that I'll hate three of those four outfits later and then I'll put one on and that's the one I'm going to go with because tonight, for some reason, I've decided that's the one that makes me look 
the best. So I'm pretty sure I'm leaning towards a white strapless number, but I'll, uh, yeah, maybe I'll let you know later on Twitter. I'll maybe tweet up a picture of what I'm going to wear on our date night tonight. So where are we going? We're actually heading to a bar in Sydney City and it's a fairly low-key bar. I picked the first location because it was a little bit quieter and that's important. We, we actually went, um, we hosted a pub crawl towards the end of last year and the first bar we went to was so noisy that people actually couldn't communicate as, as well as we would like. Um, and, you know, being swingers, being in a lifestyle, we love communicating, we love talking, we love meeting new friends. And so that is so important. So the first place I picked was sexy, a little bit underground. I think there's a lot of velvet, a lot of couches, so you can kind of get close. And, um, and it's got a nice vibe, but also it's not too noisy. So we're going to start there. And then afterwards, we'll just kind of see where the vibe takes us on, on where we go next. I've got like four or five places in mind that we could pick if we wanted to kind of continue on with some fun preparation I'm currently sitting here waiting on my tan to dry which is kind of a little bit funny but yeah yes I'm a girl so I want to look my best and I want to feel my best and for me that's having a little bit of color on my skin so yep I'm sitting here in my tan and I like to call it baking Um, probably like two hours into my bake at this point in time so that's one of the preparations for me. And then obviously making sure that you feel good and look good is really important. So if you've got a, I mean, a particular set of panties that you like to wear or that you think are quite sexy or you feel sexy in, wear those. I mean, if you've got a particular perfume that you like and that makes you feel sexy, wear that on you or do your hair the way that makes you feel sexy. All of these little things kind of go into the evening and the preparation for you to be the most confident, sexiest person that you could possibly be. And the same goes for your partner. You know, you want them to feel and look good as well because this date is not just about you, it's about the both of you. So how can you help him to feel more sexy? Um, Dee has a couple of different colognes and one in particular I'm really loving I think for the past year actually he probably gets a little bit sick of wearing it because I keep asking him to wear it when we go out but it's it's like sex on wheels for me it just I love it and so I keep asking for it and that's the one I want him to wear and same thing for his shirt you know he might wear a button-up shirt but I want him to wear it maybe one button further down than he normally would because that's me wanting him to feel and look sexy as well and and invite him into the to the date because again it's about us not not just me we're a couple and you know it's really important that he feels as important um, more important than the guy that we're meeting because at the end of the day I'm I'm coming home with him and I'm spending my life with him so that's important don't forget that your partner is needing to feel and look sexy as well now sexual performance can be a little bit of a concern for for people um, in the bedroom you know I mean you're meeting a new partner or potential sex partner for the first time and you at this point don't know what they like they don't know what you like I mean generally if you talk to anyone in the lifestyle they'll say that sex the second time around with a couple or a new partner is better because at this point in time you're starting to kind of learn a little bit about each other so yes I mean it's a probably a concern for me I mean but the bigger concern for me is who initiates it all you know and that comes back to kind of just just being that confident um, sexual being and just going out there and having a bit of fun and not being afraid to kind of take that leap or that that um, first question and say look you know I'm keen if you're keen let's all go back and have some fun we have a glass of wine and see where it goes from there but it can be quite nerve-wracking for newbies um, the first time we asked or I felt that I'd asked it was uh, god it took me like 
15 minutes to even build up the courage. I felt like I was asking for my first ever salary increase from my boss at work. I was so nervous, but, um, you know, because you just don't know what the reaction is going to be. And I mean, probably 90% of the time, it's not even a big deal. You're overthinking it so much, but it just, in your head, you make this this huge deal out of it. And it's it's really not. I mean, it's just down to, are they interested? And do they, you know, are you interested? Do you guys want to go have some fun? And that's, that's as easy as it can be, but yeah, it's quite nerve wracking. So I don't know. And I'd love to hear some feedback, actually, if anybody else has some funny stories about the first time you kind of invited people back to your house or kind of how you went getting them back to your hotel room or, you know, in the bedroom, um, even at a, even at a swingers party or a swingers club, you know, taking that step from asking people that you've been chatting to for a little bit from the downstairs area to perhaps the playrooms upstairs, you know, I mean, that first leap is, it's kind of, it's a little bit intimidating, but after you've done it, it's also exhilarating. Um, So yeah, I'd love to hear people's stories about that one if you've got any. The other thing is obviously no expectations on the evening. So I'm talking a lot about asking people home and, and kind of having some fun in the bedroom and sexual performance, but also that's not a given. That's not an expectation of the evening. At the moment, Dee and I are going out to have some fun and have some great conversation with a really intelligent and fun guy. And if that leads to some kind of play and everyone's interested, great. If it doesn't, we get to come home and share each other regardless. You know, Dee and I are together. So there is no expectations on the evening and don't put expectations on yourself or your partner or the other person. You know, I mean, maybe he is not ready to play yet either. Um, Maybe you might be ready, but he's not quite ready. Maybe he wants to spend some more time with you before you go to the bedroom. So it's it's really important to kind of think about everyone's uh, ideas of what the how the evening is going to go and, and certainly not have any expectations on that. And I guess the, the most fun you've probably ever had is where you go to those parties and there is no expectation and it turns out to be the best party that you've ever been to. Um, you know, so that's really... That's really kind of important as well. Funny that I say this, though, because even though you have no expectations, you have to be, we call that a Boy Scout. So you're preparing, preparing for the, no, sorry, wanting the best but planning for the worst or something to to that extent. And so, of course, even though we're not expecting him to come back here, you still have to clean the house and kind of prepare. So you've still got to prepare yourself. You've still got to maybe you know, do some maintenance on yourself as well as the house um, in preparation for potentially this person to come back and play. So it's really funny. Dee was walking around earlier um, tidying the house with me and that cane kind of popped into my head. I'm like, well, even though we don't expect it, we may want it, but at the same time, you've got a plan for it. So it's a really funny, (laughs) funny thing because it's happened before where we've gone around and we've tidied and clean the entire place and then no one's come back here and it's kind of like well you know the house is clean so that's a bonus and we get to play together so that's another bonus but you know we've got all this this beautiful clean house kind of sitting here and no one gets to see it so that's pretty funny and I guess you know do you do you play in your bedroom is probably another thing that that some people think about as well Um, particularly couples think about this it's you bring somebody back and do you actually play in your own bedroom if you've got a spare room that's great or maybe you've got a playroom that you can play in um, or you know do you actually take them back to to your bedroom so these are conversations that you probably might not think about to begin with but certainly you start to start to think about them after and um, 
it, something that Dee and I discussed early on was, you know, what happens when we bring back maybe even two or three couples um, to our house and, you know, that's kind of like that's our bed. Do we do we feel weird about that or do we feel okay about it? And we decided it's fine, we feel okay about it because the people that are coming back here are, you know, our friends and have you know, we've spoken to and we feel quite comfortable with. It's certainly not just people we've picked up off the street or that sort of thing. So we're okay with it, but it's probably a good idea to have a chat about it to your partner, you know, kind of like where are there any restrictions within the house where you can or cannot play. So I don't know, maybe that's something to think about. But tonight I'm excited, I'm nervous. God, I just, I don't know, I'm I'm a little bit... Hoping that both Dee and him will maybe take the lead on some things, um, you know, on the evening and just just in general. Um, kind of keen on seeing how I go for flirting because that's something that I've been really trying to work on. And, you know, I'm interested to see Dee's feedback on that, actually, because he loves it. When- I'm just going to throw it out there and say it. We've got a clothing optional pool, hotel takeover coming up in Miami. We've only got 20 rooms left. And if this sounds like your tribe, your people, you wanting to have some fun for three nights, four days in the sun, come and join us May 31st to the 3rd of June. We've got We Got a Thing, Casual Swinger, Expansive Connection. We've got the Hump Day Quickies and we have That Hot Couple in GA. So three nights, four days of fun in the sun for our Swingers Hotel Takeover in Miami. This is the last time we're hitting this location. So come and join us. We would absolutely love to see you. I just announced the themes inside of our community and they are going to be banging. We've also got the Casual Toys Luxury Playroom in the penthouse that's coming back for 2024. It is definitely a sight to be seen. So if you're all about having a party but making connections with genuine community, come and join us in Miami, head to libertineevents.com and find your way to the Miami event. So 20 rooms left. We'd love to see you guys come and party. Hang out with us this May, June in Miami Beach. Discover the remarkable journey of Anonymous John. No one likes feeling alone, anxious, or overweight. But John refused to let his circumstances define him. When his weight ballooned to a staggering 600 pounds, he made a choice to take control of his life. He began documenting his journey in his journal, and after shedding his first 103 pounds, he decided to share his story with the world. Through his journal, he offers inspiration and hope to anyone struggling with similar challenges. If you're looking to be inspired and uplifted, the Anonymous John podcast is for you. Join us on this journey of transformation and visit our website, theanonymousjohn.com. When I flirt, um, he loves it when I'm flirting with a guy or a girl. It really doesn't matter. He just loves it when I'm confident and when I'm flirting and it really turns him on. So I think that I'll be able to judge whether or not he thinks that the evening's going quite well um, just by his reaction. So I will kind of share that tomorrow and let you know how, how the flirting pans out for me. So... Yeah, so basically a podcast in two parts. I'm going to come back to you guys tomorrow. We're going to go off on our date now, and I will let you know how the evening, the evening goes. Thank you for listening. I'll chat to you soon.